thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the sensational co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is a longevity legend himself. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. Hi, Damo. Morning, Marcus. MP, how are you? Mate, I am sensational. I'm excited. This is awesome, Damo. I've got the best story to tell you, the absolute best story, and uh, you have no idea what I'm about to say. (laughs) That's true. Now, just a few weeks ago, just a few weeks ago, you remember we had that little event that we ran uh, called the Wellness Summit? Yeah, it was a tiny little thing that we did. I guess that, you know, that random event. And um, I remember it was either yourself or it was Cindy that asked the crowd of some 600 people, how many of you here? Get, have gut problems or digestive issues. Mm. And I don't know about you, but I was astonished at how many people it was me. put their hands up. It was you? Yep. Did, were you amazed at how many people put their hands up? I was amazed. I was amazed. Well, I I'm probably not amazed. No, not amazed. I expected three quarters of the room put their hands up. Not, not like something that was diagnostic. Not like, you know, I've got a, yeah, I've got something diagnostic, but they know that they've got problems with their guts. And it might not have been diagnosed, but they know they've got problems with their guts. Yeah. Yeah, everyone. Almost everyone has something wrong with their gut. Yeah. So, um, get this. Okay. I've had a attendee from the summit email me and saying, I'm going to be in Byron Bay uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, I'd love to pick your brain, catch up with you. I said, sure. I'll tie it in with uh, my daughter May's uh, trip to ballet in Byron. So, went into Byron. This was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Had a smoothie at Naked Treaties with a lovely lady called Diana Barnett who went to the summit. She has a toxic-free, uh, chemical-free living website called Seven Canaries. Oh, and cool. I was having, yeah. Yeah, I was having a, I was having a coconut water uh, with a bit of cacao whipped through it. Delicious. And um, Diana tells me, just as I'm preparing to leave, that she's meeting someone else after I go. And I'm preparing to leave. Sarah arrives. And this lovely woman by the name of Talisha comes up. And she is Diana's next date. And I say, hi, Talisha, nice to meet you. And uh, she says, hi, Marcus, nice to meet you. What do you do? And I say, I run a podcast network called The Wellness Couch. Talisha says, are you serious? I've just been on the phone to Joe Witten for the last two hours. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> and so it turns out that Talisha, I'm not sure if you remember this, Damo, but Joe Witten was talking to us about a girl who's had an amazing recovery from digestive issues, Crohn's disease namely. Yes. And she's been telling us that we've really got to interview this girl on one of the podcasts on the wellness couch. And here I am at Naked Treaties in Byron Bay in front of Talisha. She's the girl. <laughs> I'm like, this is all just Wow. That's incredible. Too incredible. And then uh, I say, well, what do you do? She says, well, I, I run a company. It's called Little Mashies. I'm yeah. like, Little Mashies? I didn't know about Little Mashies. And, but anyway, Sarah arrives and I introduce Sarah to Talisha and I'm like, uh, Talisha, has little mashies. Talisha gives Sarah and I a, a box of little mashies. And so what are like, little mashies? Mashies. Little mashies. Are you know those like little plastic, um, you know, the, you go to the supermarket and you see the organic uh, pumpkin um, like puree in those yeah. little plastic containers? Yeah. Well, little mashies are 
the they're the empty plastic containers, but healthy plastic. So no phthalates, no BPA, no PVC, none of the crap that goes into the plastics, right? Nice. They're they're reusable plastics. They look cool. They got this little green cool dude. He reminds me like he's out of Monsters Inc. One of those guys. This cool little cool <laughs> yeah. little dude on the front, and you can actually put in there actually healthy food, don't you? Nice. So rather than paying five bucks for like some sugar laden, chemical infested, you know, little something. You can actually put your own smoothies or your own mousses or your own sauces or your own. Uh, Talisha was telling me that even adults put their own like um, almond milk and coconut milk in it. So when they go to a cafe where they actually only have, you know, dairy or soy, they can actually get a black coffee and put their own milk in it. So instead of taking glass jars around and it's spilling into your handbag and the rest, you know, you're putting your little mashy. Little mashy. So yeah. Anyway, oh God, you're the little mashy lady. <laughs> <laughs> so this tiny world, and I said to Talisha, Talisha, I'm recording 100 Night Out with Damo tomorrow. We have to interview. So I am very happy, Damo, to say that I have Talisha. Now, Talisha, actually, what's your surname? Wait, you're, talking to, you're talking to Talisha now. Live in the studio, <laughs> my home, here in Ocean Shores, just out of Byron Bay. Oh, my gosh. Talisha Kendall, welcome to 100 Not Out. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We're just, we just love having this small world. but um, Just random it. little meetings, yes, isn't it? Yes. And you've got wow. a great story to tell. And because Damo was a chiro and a naturopath, I thought so suited to having you on 100 Not Out. Um, Damo, I've got all of those general questions, but I'm sure you've got some awesome questions. Do you want to maybe kick it off with the great Talisha Kendall? Sure, I feel like I've been put on the spot, but this is like this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been put on the spot. Oh, I, I, met, I only met Marcus yesterday. I've got you both on the spot. That's amazing. <laughs> no, this is for the next twenty minutes all about Talisha's story, but I figure I'll put you both on the spot, so you guys can freestyle. Well, Talisha, the there's a couple of things that I we're firstly welcome to Hunter Not Out. It's great to have you on with us. It's it's Thank an you. awesome thing, and there's so many people who do suffer from bowel dysfunction and bowel problems. You had Crohn's disease, and Many people on the on the podcast won't actually know what Crohn's disease is. So, why don't we just start by um, just saying what Crohn's disease is, and then I, I suspect that along the way you would have had a bit of a journey with Crohn's disease. You've probably done the um, the Salazar whatever it is, yeah, all those Salazar Misa Salazar, like all the sorts of things you could have done, all the drugs that you would have had to have had. Yeah, I've had Plus, all of those. You've come out the other end, so to speak, um, of. Um, of like a, I'm sure quite a tumultuous time with medicine and the healthcare system to do something quite revolutionary, which is kind of cutting edge. So I'd, I'd love to hear, firstly, what is Crohn's disease and then what's your journey been? So Crohn's disease is an interesting one because it depends who you talk to. If you get a definition from Google or from a doctor, it's an autoimmune disease. And the way I describe it to people that haven't heard of it before is it's like my intestines are a splinter in my body and my immune system is pushing out that splinter. So it's basically trying to attack my intestines and say, get out, you don't belong here. Wow. That's how I describe what I have. In saying that, I don't necessarily believe the standard definitions of um, Crohn's disease and in, in, I guess, inflammatory bowel disease in general. I believe that it starts as it's like a continuum and it starts as maybe food sensitivities or food intolerances where you get a few funny tummy problems. And you guys mentioned at the Wellness Summit that most people put their hands up saying they have stomach problems. 
that's what I see at the start of the continuum. And that's just a little warning sign to say, hey, you're doing something bad to your body, you know, rein it in. Um, and if you ignore that, then it goes further down the track. And this is, you know, totally my opinion of my experiences. But for me, I found that it goes further down the track and that's when the doctors diagnosed me ulcerative colitis, um, which is also, it's an inflammatory bowel disease, but it, I guess on the spectrum, it's less severe than Crohn's. Um, so did you, did you have Crohn's or? Well, so this is where the story gets interesting. Yeah, so the first because they're both very different diagnosis, Yeah, I was ulcerative colitis. Right. And then... I, that's when I was doing all of the drugs, you know, all all the sulfasalazines and the pregnisone and, you know, you name it, I've done it. Mm-hmm. Um, during this time, I tried specific carbohydrate diet, but I won't go down that path. I'll stick to trying to explain my definition of Crohn's. Yeah, sure. Um, so basically, if you ignore your body more, it gets worse and your body gets more inflamed and more vicious and just in a lot more pain and a lot more hurty. And so that's when I was so sick and then the biopsies that they brought back said, no, it's actually Crohn's, which is the inflammation on a deeper level of the tissues in your intestines. Um, And since then, I've had doctors say various things, no, it's ulcerative colitis, no, it's Crohn's. And what I find the common thing is it depends on where I am with my health, what they say I have. Like in terms of how stressed you are or what you've been eating? Or... No, not 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 on that minute le- level, more on a larger scale. Like if I'm really, really bad, then the tests seem to come back as Crohn's oh, for yeah. me. Yeah. If right. I'm bad but not horrendous, it seems to come back as ulcerative colitis, which is basically just inflammation of a... You know the colon. the tissue that mm. yeah the tissue in the colon that just the first layer, whereas Crohn's can affect you from anywhere in your digestive tract and it's deeper layers. Yeah, wow. Um, so it's quite interesting. I I just don't believe with the doctor definitions of anything anymore. I just think everyone's individual and it's I, uh, don't put me in that box. <laughs> <laughs> I just um just for some people that might still be a little bit confused by it, Crohn's essentially is an ulceration or a um a, a bunch of different ulcers that go from anywhere in from the mouth all the way down through to the rectum. So that whole tube of the digestive system can be affected and they have these things called skip lesions where there's different parts of the intestines that actually start to ulcerate and break down and the medical model is that you use um, anti-immune type or immune suppression um, type drugs to shut down the immune response because it's the immune system that's mounting a response. Now, um, and another approach or a more functional holistic approach would be to go, well, what is it that's actually driving this immune activation? And because it's deemed to be an autoimmune disease, um, mainstream medicine feels that they need to shut down the whole of the immune system as opposed to look for the triggers of the autoimmune disease. So it could be anything from food through to other types of stresses could be chemicals it could be um, emotional it could be you know all kinds of different things there's a lot of theories out there about it Crohn's disease only affects the um 
the large bo- the large bowel or the colon. And so ulcerative colitis is ulcers, similar to these sort of skip lesions where you can get blood and it's like an ulcer in your mouth, but it's in your bowels. And they get big and they erode. And so what can actually happen is if mainstream medicine, um, in their wisdom, their drugs don't work, then their next step is to cut it out, like remove parts of the intestines or parts of the bowels. And that for me is not conservative management. Like I think the medical model of managing intestinal disease is um, very reactive at best. And in my opinion um, and in my experience, um, very um, limited and very um, aggressive and uh, I think that what you're trying to say here Talisha is that you've noticed that um, with your particular um, gastrointestinal health that it's affected by different parts of your healthy lifestyle or unhealthy lifestyle or stress or food or whatever else. And what you're sharing is that everyone else is the same. So everyone else there that's got, you know, runny bowels or constipation or um, inflammation or indigestion or, you know, potentially gastrointestinal ulcers or maybe other types of, um, of, of disease in the gastrointestinal system, it all stems from some kind of environmental trigger. And that's what you're saying, Talisha, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Can I ask, um, because uh, I kind of want to, I want to get to the the good stuff, but I also want to know because for people that are listening that yeah aren't in, I suppose the the most chronic side of it. How did it all start? Like, what symptoms did you begin to notice that made you recognise that things weren't quite right? Because as Damo was saying, there's a range of different you know low level symptoms yep. um, that can present, but those whispers sometimes aren't listened to. By so people. growing up, I always had um, a sensitive gut, and I guess probably the first symptom I can remember is. Smelly farts, yeah. actually. And yeah. I noticed that if I had chocolate or cheese, that would happen. So that was the first thing. Um, the second thing, I started to feel just sick in my tummy, like not like someone had punched you, but just like it was bruised but inside. So quite sensitive. Well, what age are we talking? Primary school. Primary school. It didn't get bad till I was about 18 and then I really noticed um, that I had food intolerances and I restricted my diet completely when I was 18. But um, And then it was constipation, just irregularity, you know, constipation and then runny poos and then, you know, just not high energy, just a bit lethargic. Um, you can have achy muscles. You can get all sorts of reactions. You can get eczema and all strange, weird and wonderful things. So it really comes out in different ways in each person. Yeah. It's fascinating, isn't it, Damo, how it, everything's so connected but when the, all of the symptoms are much lower level, not many health professionals these days would actually say that, okay, the cascade of this is that we could be going down you know, severe autoimmune uh, challenges. Oh, mate, it drives me mental. I've been talking about this for 14, 15 years, you know. <laughs> you think about the power of food that I do and that talk that I talk about and I drill right down into the type of poo and, you know, you've got to have – if you're doing number ones or number sevens, you're a long way away from a number four. And, you know, I talk all about that. It's so important to get your poo right. And the presence of a smelly fart is indi- indication that something's wrong. Something's inside wrong. The gut. It's not good for you. It's not good for anyone, you know, because it's it's – it's toxic. It shouldn't be smelly. You know, at the end of the day, you should have just maybe a little bit of air coming out. But um, no one told me that when I was 18 and had plenty of time to make it better. Yeah. You know, even when I was 26 and starting to get 
quite severe sy- symptoms like internal bleeding and, Cheapest. you know, loss of control and things like that, still no one said you can turn this around. That's why I say to everyone that everyone needs a demo in their life. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> a demo in our life, life would be so much <laughs> Thanks, MP. Well, what, the relevance of this for 100 Not Out is that bowel cancer um, and gastrointestinal disease is one of the, the most prevalent um, cancers that we have and diseases that we have in the, in the Western world. And, you know, we often talk about heart disease and we talk about um, stroke and we talk about, you know, just cancer in general, but it's bowel cancer and gastrointestinal disease that creates so much disability in our society. And when you wanted to make 100 Not Out, it's so important that your gastrointestinal system is in good shape because if it's in bad shape, um, you severely decrease your chances of actually surviving for a long period of time. So you've got to make sure you gut to in good health because they are the window to your whole body. If your gastrointestinal system doesn't work, in other words, you're not getting food and nourishment into your body from your gastrointestinal system, your whole body will break like down. Everything else falls apart it and that's really apart. what happened with me. That's but it. That's so, how did you overcome it? What did you? What did you get? What did you do to get over it? This, this is what I want to get to because I know. But I want you to share with everybody what you did because I think this is awesome. So basically, what happened with me is I got so sick to the point where I couldn't move. Um, after I had my daughter, I basically was stuck in my bedroom or the bathroom or in hospital. Um, I got really, really skinny. I lost heaps of weight. It was insanely painful for me to eat. Um, Not the actual physical eating, but within a few minutes I was in pain. So sick, a lot of internal bleeding, um, really terrible bowel movements, um, pain, my hair started falling out, my skin turned a dull grey colour. I was in a really bad way and the doctors who treated me were amazing um, the medical doctors. However, they treated me with their knowledge and what they know best and credit goes to them. However, in my situation, I needed more of a holistic approach, which was exactly as you said, you know, when you your intestines are in trouble, your whole body is affected by it. And this is what the medical community wasn't doing for me. They weren't fixing the parts of my body that needed fixing other than my intestines and other than with drugs, you know. Um, So one of the things that I did with a very amazing man called Ian Rafter is did a full blood test and found out what vitamins and minerals my body was deficient in and it was almost all of them. Um, So I then had to have injections of vitamins and minerals and supplements and really, really focus on um, getting those back to even a remotely normal range. Uh, We also tested my hormones and I found that they were also completely out of whack. And as you know, hormones affect your cells and growth and functions, basically everything. So getting those under control and back into a normal range was also a big part of it. Anyone that knows about gut issues knows that there can be bad bacteria um, and you need to get that back into balance with good bacteria. 
So I then went down the path of doing fecal transplants, which um, interestingly enough was on Catalyst the other night. Um, Now, I didn't have enough money to do it through the leading place in Australia that does it. And I was hassling the doctor for years to teach me how to do it at home. And finally, they caved in. And so I did them all at home. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that would be right up your alley. Well, no, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all we've got time for on this episode of 100 Not Out. We will resume our interview with Talisha Kendall on the next episode of 100 Not Out. Remember, folks, we'd love to hear your feedback. You can provide it in any number of ways, but the best is to go to our website at thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out also remember uh, give us a five star rating on itunes if you love 100 not out and you can check out the entire range of our wellness podcasts available including the number one show the wellness guys at thewellnesscouch.com so until next week continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.